What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KKWP podcast. It is your host, Precious P. And I'm Haley P, your co-host. Thank y'all for joining us. We are on the relationship series and we are now on part two. So Haley, do you mind telling us a little bit about part two and what that entails? So part two is going to entail family relationships and friendships relationships. I don't know how to word that. Yeah, basically with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, friendships and family relationships mm-hmm. and how they um depict what kind of person we become in a way yeah and i also kind of took it you know when i was with my quiet time with the lord on seeking him for this um it, he kind of took it to me as a um, how uh how important certain roles are That's not cool. just within family but within friendships and what they mean and what they do or don't do that's good that's good so and the reason i thought this was like so good is because i feel like well so we know that all this leads up to the final conversation of marriage yeah and it's just very important to me as far as like when i'm looking towards a spouse or you know, dating someone to be mindful of their family. Mm -hmm. One, because the family is going to reveal what kind of things are attached to their bloodline as far as generational curses, curses, Mm -hmm. generational bondage, any kind of generational strongholds. Mm -hmm. Um, And if that cycle has not ended, I have to be mindful of that. And as far as friendships go, I can tell who you are based on the people you hang around with. Yeah. Um, you know that saying birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. I never used to believe it until I got older and I was like, Whoa. Oh, I see it. I see it. I now. see it. That's plain and clear. That's what happens when you become more aware. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna begin with friendships portion and then we'll switch over to family. Or did you want to start with family so, friends? I started it with family. Okay. Let's and then so here's the thing is before we got started, <laughs> we were praying beforehand, as we do, um, inviting the Holy Spirit, making sure that he's here with us. And uh, um, he was speaking to me during prayer, and uh, I got a little bit of a conviction. And so I'm going to share that with you all. He put you on the spot. He did. He wow. put me on the spot. It's not the – it's not – it's not bad, but it's like that correction, that discipline. I needed a, I needed a little bit of like a. It was more like a fresh perspective, a different perspective in it because I, I, I was sitting here looking at it one way, and the way that I was looking at it wasn't wrong because the Lord still spoke to me with that, but He also was like, "Hey, don't forget, you know, this That's- side of it too," and so. Um, we're going to get into it. Okay, let's get started with um, that. I first wanted to start, and this is a little different, but it'll it'll tie in, I promise. I'll I'll make it make (laughs) sense for you. (laughs) Um, I wanted to start with fasting and prayer. And when when the Lord first gave this to me on uh, December 8th, and what's today? 
the 13th. The 13th. So um, he gave it to me on the 8th, and I was babysitting my niece, actually. And I was not thinking about anything like that. He spoke to me. <laughs> I have to laugh at it because isn't it crazy how just the Lord will just align things up? Yeah, and he'll speak to you. And so yesterday was our young adult service and that we both were attending. Mm-hmm. Our pastor, our young adult pastor, he was talking about fasting. And that's how I kind of got a confirmation that what the Lord spoke to me on this was, was like, yeah, talk about it because <laughs> Bro, me we got to. We, each other, we was like, no way. No way. Um, so that was my confirmation. It was that- also my confirmation too because um, God has spoke to me separately about it as well mm-hmm. um, as far as my personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. But is funny enough, it ties into exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. I'm not like on my phone, guys. It's I had to write it on my phone while I was watching my niece because I didn't have my notebook and stuff. So... Don't come at me for that. <laughs> Don't I? Um, so it's about fasting and prayer. Like I said, I got it on December 8th before we talked about it, before we met up, before we had our young adult service. This was, you know, the Lord just um, drawing near to me, even in a time where I wasn't even thinking about anything like that and speaking to me. So let me, I'll just go and start. <clears throat> I... um like I said, it's crazy how even at the end of the year, we have today's the 13th and we still have the rest of December to get through. But it's crazy how the Lord will still call on you to do something before the year is even done. And, yeah. and it's like a it's like a hey, remember that I'm God. Nothing is impossible for me. Yeah. We'd be thinking because there's only two weeks left, one week left that that means that Everything he's on a constricted it. time. Yes. And he's not. His time is far different than our time. 40 years to us is like one second to God. That's like it's it's nothing. It's nothing. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, okay, yeah. <laughs> it all counts, but like it's not it's like it it he's infinite. So it's just Yeah. Like, there's time there's is not really a thing to him. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's his timing to begin with anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, he made it. So um, so we have less than a month left of the year. We're not even uh, – uh, and I just, what, I just think it's crazy how the Lord will do that. And um, he, he promises a shift. That's good. It's a it, – sometimes it's a shift of – mind like a renewing of your mind sometimes it's a shift of perspective sometimes it's a shift of friends sometimes it's a shift of family um dynamics um you know just there's there's lots of there's a vast vast array of things that could uh he could do anyway um so I, uh, but God is God and he can do all things and he is not constrained by time, which is what we were just talking about. And mm-hmm. I had wrote that in here. 
So it's crazy that you were talking about that. Um, and I just said how amazing and overwhelming it feels to be known and loved by the creator himself so deeply that he knows the perfect thing to say, the perfect actions to take. Um, it's the perfect timing. It's really what it is. And, um, he uses that to show you his mightiness. He uses it to show you who he is. And so we, we have a good God. We do. We have a good and just God. Righteous and holy. Righteous and holy. Yes, he is. And, um, so it hit me today or that day, like I said, um, while I was babysitting my niece and I was just like, whoa. Yeah, you're right, Lord. <laughs> you're right. And it, it, there was like a, a washing over me of like, um, it was like a, wow, he really does know what's best for me. I think sometimes we get lost in thinking that, wait, I just wrote that down. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I wrote that down at. I just mm-hmm. said that we think we know what's best. I just wrote that down. I gotta find that. <laughs> I I was basically reiterating the fact that we think that we know what's best for us, but God knows us. He knows us completely. So He is the one who knows exactly what we need, where we need it, how we need it, why we need it. Mm-hmm. We think we can move God by telling Him what we need when in reality He knows exactly yeah. what we need. Yeah. And um, so it was just a beautiful and a sweet reminder to me. Um, And in that moment, he called me into a fasting and prayer for myself. And um, he had told me to do this fast a few days prior to when he was speaking to me on it again. Um, Not super long. and And I, in a way, I guess I was disobeying by not starting it when he told me to. Ooh. Um, which is Ooh. <laughs> which is my bad, but also it wasn't like a malicious like oh I'm just not gonna obey you. It was it was like Lord I think you told me this. I'm gonna pray about it first before I start it because yeah. I want to make sure that that was from you. Yeah, and um, <laughs> but yes. I knew that it was him, and I still was like. Nah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm it's because you don't really you don't really want to start when he told you to, and that's what it was. That's what it was because it was, because here's the when thing: when is your flesh gonna ever say let's go fast? You know, yeah. So you have to know, like, soon as some oh, it's time for you to fast. You have to know that's from the spirit of the Lord. Your flesh is never gonna come out of nowhere. Let's go fast. No, yeah. But what? Same how you do? I I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go pray about it because I just want to hear God clearer. You heard him the first time. You just don't want to do it right there. Just... <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I wrote about it. Because... <laughs> you heard him. Because I know that I heard him and I know that he was speaking to me. And I just, you know, you know, settle down, everyone, because we all do it. Sure. We all get into a space where we're like, hmm. Especially me. I did that this week. Um, Mm -hmm. He definitely called me to a fast. 
But me, I have put it on my own time frame. I already said, oh, I'm a fast at this specific time. So you're telling me to do that right now. I get it. But I already have one set up and one plan. Yeah. And and he was like, no, precious, it's fast. And I was like, but I already meal prep for the next four days. <laughs> That's what I tried prep. to do. So the thing, the thing was, is the eighth was the day. Yeah, I left. The next day to go to Orlando to go to Grinchmas with my niece and everything and go see all the lights and everything. So I got this the day before I left that Wednesday. And um, so <laughs> um, so he called me into a fasting and prayer. And the thing about this was this wasn't me being like, Lord, I'm going to fast the x y and z because i need you to move in here this was him telling me and this is why i think i was a little like um uh i don't want to say scared because that's not from the lord but i was like my flesh was like are you sure whoa you know because what it was was he he came to me and he said i want you to fast this thing for this long for this reason mm -hmm. he laid it all out for me usually it's me going to him being like lord i'm gonna submit this to you i'm gonna fast this and i'm gonna um i'm gonna pray about it intently and and hard um and it you know were we fasting at the same time you remember when I told you, when was that, last week? And I was like, the Lord forced me into a fast? Yes, we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, we both got into it. Because I, I was like, because he kept telling me, like, as I'm telling y'all, like, he's like, precious fast. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah. He forced <laughs> that was me. me. And, and this is not like a malicious thing. It's just like he knows what you need yeah. more than you know. So he, mm -hmm. he didn't literally force me, but like. My spirit was like he was commanding you, commanding me, and my spirit had no choice but to obey. So I spent that whole time in fasting, and I didn't even realize it at the time. But yeah, he definitely called me into it for a whole twenty-four. Yeah, he called me into it for the uh, the whole month of December, Ooh. and uh, um, I wish you the best. <laughs> you gonna come out better on the other side. Well, but the thing is, stay strong, is... Buki. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it down, P.O.P. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, is like I, you know, okay. So we were at our 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 young adult service, and our pastor, you know, he said like things that are fasting and things that aren't fasting. Well, the things that he said aren't fasting is the things that the Lord told me to fast, and I, I think it it pertains per person. Um, did, you, did it I, make you kind of second guess it? Well, it, it's nothing towards him. It's nothing towards him or anything like that. I was just like, oh, man, am I actually fasting then? I get what you're saying. Yeah, because of biblical fasting. Because of the of the way that he, he gave me a different perspective on it. Mm -hmm. But the Lord told me to do this, so I'm going to do it. Right. Um, and it count. It still counts, you know. It's still like, and the reason why I say it counts for me personally is because I'm active on on my 
like social medias and stuff because of my singing, my acting, you know, my dancing, my modeling, all that stuff. So I have to, I have to like be up to date. Yeah. And I have to, I got to repost and I got to share and I got to make my own posts. And like, so there's like a lot of different things that I like got to do. Um, and, you know, honestly, like with Instagram, we'll, you know, throw out Instagram for an example. That's where I get a lot of like God moments because of all my feed. My feed is um, Bible verses and scripture and and people prophesying and and giving like words of knowledge for people and all that stuff. And so that's uh, uh, that's what my Instagram is for other right. than like the things that i'm doing like the podcast you know with you so he told me that he was making this way for me and that it's an opportunity to show my heart posture that's good that it's truly with him and that he is providing a means of escape um and so you know escape can look different for everybody, for everybody, you know, it can either be, it, I, I, honestly, I won't get into that. I'll just leave that alone. But, um, um, it can be different for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, in the Bible, it, uh, there's the scripture. I can't recall the actual verse itself. And I'm probably not going to say it exactly how it's written, mm-hmm. but you know, then again, there are multiple different, um, versions, versions of the Bible. So, um, basically, um, like I said, that he told me that he was providing a means of escape. Now, the verse that he comes to mind when I say that is that the Lord will not tempt you more than beyond you than you can handle. And if you so fall into temptation, that he will provide a means of escape for you out of that temptation. Yeah. And so um, that's kind of, you know, the verse that, that came to me. But what I had think had happened was that... Like I said, I, I maybe I did get scared for a number of reasons. And um, maybe it's because I didn't believe that he would do it for me in a month. Maybe it was because I didn't feel like he would pull through for me in that mm, way. That's good. Um, and there's lots of different reasons. Um, Fasting will reveal to you who you really are. Yeah. Fasting will reveal your own heart to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll show you, like... Yeah. Another one was, I can't see what he's seeing ahead of me. That's that's true. And that's where the walking by faith and not by sight comes in. And so... um, But that's the beauty in him. You know, he, he gave me a command. And my job now is to obey... And to listen, to seek him, to keep, you know, uh, pressing in. And I I think that sometimes we do get caught up in the what ifs. And we were talking about yeah. that last week. I kind of made that a point. Yeah. And then here I am kind of getting caught up in, in the, the what ifs. <laughs> and it happens. It that's, happens. That's, we're all human. Yes. And. The enemy does not, just because you decided to follow the Lord does not mean that he stops trying to get you because you have made it known that you are a, a son or daughter 
of the Lord Most High. He actually is he actually, attacking he desires more. You, he desires to still kill and destroy you more than because uh, you you've done you that. that yeah. So exactly, I'm standing on business. Yeah, I'm on kingdom business. I'm on kingdom business. I ain't going. And the devil don't like that. And he, oh, he don't. But I don't care. He can cry in a corner. He can sit in that little pit by himself. <laughs> as he the way that I, you know what I did the other day? This might amuse some of y'all. <laughs> I was rebuking Satan, right? Because he was trying. He was trying as he does. And I expect it. You know, I know, I know, I know I'm walking in the, in the, the will that the Lord has for me. So mm-hmm. I expect the spiritual warfare to come. Yeah. Know? It's going to come. But what had happened was, and I told our friend Ariana this mm-hmm. yesterday <laughs> and she was dying. Um, Yes, I, I don't remember exactly what it was. That's mm-hmm. how pathetic it was. You hear that, Satan? Um, he was trying to come at me for something. I can't remember. Oh, I was uh, I was praying about something, and I was like, I stopped myself, and I said, I rebuke you, Satan, <laughs> in the name of Jesus. I was going on this whole thing, and I, and I was like, Satan, I cut off your ears. You cannot hear a single thing. That is so. I cut off his ears. I hope he was crying. Oh, she's standing on business, y'all. <laughs> no, for real. He he would try to listen to all of your. He will listen to all your prayers. He will listen. He, he will try to listen to everything to see how he can use it against you. Yeah, and so I was. Oh my God, to start saying it. And so, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but I just was like let me cut off his ears. And that's what I did. And I was like, Lord, I'm cutting off Satan's ears right now in the name of Jesus. He cannot hear a thing. He has no stronghold. He ain't got no foothold because he can't hear a thing. And I bound him. I chained him and I cast him back down into the pits of hell, the lowest pits of hell where he can't return. And I said those things, but I sure did cut his ears off. And ever since then, I just think it's funny the things that we will um you acting like Peter when they came to arrest Jesus. Ariana said that to me too. <laughs> she said, Are you Peter? Okay, not Peter. And you know what's crazy? One of the Bible verses that I have for us to look into today is Peter. You know what's crazy? The Lord had me look into Peter. With Peter too. Yep. Not for I don't know why. It was this is randomly came on my heart the other day. Alignment. I'm in First Peter. I don't remember exactly where I'm at. But uh, sorry, I know we be. (laughs) You know our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen it by now. We won't be having no script. Just two friends having a conversation. (laughs) Hopefully, it ties back into the main topic. It does. does. (laughs) We just, you know, we're just we're just hoping, praying that lead. Yeah, and he always does. So, like, we good. Um. But like I said, sometimes we get caught up in the what ifs. And um, I did touch on that last week with our last episode. Um, but what he was doing was he was he's calling us to go deeper yes. and to trust him, to trust him more, um, to find our identity in him more, to hear his voice more clearly, because that is what fasting and praying does. It does. It really um, amplifies his voice and i don't want to say forces you but it, it forces you to go deeper with him 
to really like pay attention to really be aware spiritually with him um uh to seek him more and you know there are there are so many different things that he teaches with just listening to what he's asking you to do because what would have happened if i didn't give him my yes that's a good question what would have happened if i would have never said yes I would have never have seen the fruit in that area in which he told me he would be working. Knowing me <laughs> and how I was feeling with that situation mm-hmm. um, that he had told me, you know, he was going to do. 200 mile radius. So before surrendering it to him in this way and laying it all down on his feet, he is looking for us to give him our yes. And so a question that I was prompted for this was, will you? When he calls on you, will you give him your yes? And if the answer is yes, what are your actions and steps to show to show for it? Are you going to fast and pray? That's like a huge thing. That is like, how many times does it talk about fasting and prayer in the Bible? So many times. There are multiple different sections in which it talks about fasting and prayer. Different scenarios, everything. Mm-hmm. Fasting and prayer, there's a lot of things that's obviously important in the Bible. But I feel like when Jesus do it, like, oh, bro, you, like, hey, you better. can't go in life without not doing that if Jesus did it. Mm-hmm. If he did it himself, like, Mm-hmm. The man with the plan, the man that's in on business for real, for real. For real. Mm-hmm. You can't go through life without you not know, doing it. Right. And there's something that I'm gonna I'm gonna pull from our pastor from yesterday that um I, I, I never like realized that I never like knew. Um it was it was a nice thing to like learn. Um so I believe it was the Pharisees were asking Jesus why his disciples weren't fasting. And he was like, I'm here. Why would they need to fast right now? So when Jesus was crucified, he left his Holy Spirit here with us, right? Before he ascended Ascended. back into or up into heaven. Um, That he said, that is when you will do fasting. That would be, yeah, that would be because I won't there. I won't be here for you to. Have me walking right alongside with you. you. With mm-hmm. you. So that was when the fasting and prayer is going to be necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's really what it is. It's like when you look at it now, if you look at it in like our situation, you're fasting, my fasting. It's like, how close is he? He has, he is so close to you. He's pulling you so close in that fasting and prayer right now. And I think I heard like Tim Ross say something like, how hard does the spirit of the Lord have to tap on you for you to get your attention? Like what fasting, it makes it so like mm. if the Lord is whispering in your ear, you should be able to hear it. Yeah. Like his voice should be so close to you that, mm-hmm. you know, you will hear even as he's whispering. Mm-hmm. You were, and, and a lot of times for me, I knew I needed to fast when the Lord has to press on my heart harder than usual to get my attention Mm. that's when i know okay yeah yeah, it's time to go deeper when it's 
a repeated thing mm-hmm. and you can't shake it from your mind. You can't shake it from your heart. That's when I'm like, all right, Lord, you're telling me something, something here with this. What do you need me to do? But that's the thing. Even though I know I'm supposed to go into prayer and fasting, my mind just can't wrap around prayer and uh, fasting. Like I have to mentally prepare myself for that. Mm. I'll go right into it. It's hard for me to go right into it. That's why he has to force me. No, I go right into it. It's hard for me. I, I cannot count how many fasts I've gone on this year. I think almost every time that we've hung out, or every other time at least, I've been like, oh, I'm fasting. Oh, I'm fasting. Oh, I'm fasting. I'm constantly fasting. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it is my favorite thing. It draws you closer. It, I, the way that I feel his presence in that time of fasting, I crave it. I crave him. I crave his presence in those fasting moments. Those will be good. Where I'm like, I'm so engulfed in him. And who he is that I'm like I can't wait for my next fast <laughs> Lord I don't care what it is that you need me to fast I will do it I may have a I may be like but I'll do it I'll That's be good. like all right Lord if you told me let's get to it because he he's my father I have to I have to listen to him. That's true. He not only that, but he is what you need him to be. He's your husband. He's your wife if you're, you know, a son of Christ. He 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 shows you he shows up in the way that he you need, you need him. him. Mm-hmm. Exactly how you need him. That's how he's yeah. gonna show up. Mm-hmm. And and while he's also showing up in that specific role, he's also teaching you how to be in your role with that dynamic yeah 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 so i'll give an example i'm gonna get a little open with y'all he the lord has been my husband for a a good little bit now where he's really showed me how a husband should be how he should treat me how he should speak to me you know you know things like that but it's not just about the other person it's also about you and so in that of him being my husband he has also been showing me how to be a wife yeah how to properly cultivate that and with being a wife usually it comes with being a mom responsibilities and mm-hmm. yeah and and so he's been really showing me that um and i think i've gotten it down pretty good that this fast this new year coming up is like i, I can't even talk Cause it's like, I could talk about it, but like, I'm so like excited, but like, I'm also just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Is that really what you, is that really where you're taking me? Lord, is that really where you're taking me? And I think that's the hard thing is like trying to jump over your mind and be like, the Lord said it. So it's done. Yeah. But also having the patience for it to come to pass. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part. Like, I know God said it. And I know it's going to happen. But just having the patience to allow him to do it at his time instead of me trying to jump the gun to do it at my time. Yeah, because I can tell y'all 100%. <laughs> I, when he told me, 
I usually go a week with fasting. Mm -hmm. That's usually like my go-to. I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm going to give it a week because I see him move in a week. But this thing, he told me to go the whole month. And I've never done that. And uh, he's calling you deeper. He, he is calling me deeper. And I love that. And I thought, you know, you think you're deep. And like, yeah, I'm deep. But like, I can go deeper. Yeah. There's, there's no always there's, there's no like limitation to the depth of intimacy that you can go in with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Every time you think you just got deeper, you get even deeper, and you're like, "Wow, Whoa, I didn't know I could go. get deeper." I know this how. Yeah, no, we be thinking that there's limitations to God, yeah. and and that's another reason why people get so comfortable with where they're at because they think that this is the deepest level that they can get to. Mm-mm. I there's found myself with more. that. Yeah, I felt like. This is the deepest I can get with God because this is the deepest I've ever felt with him. Me not realizing mm-hmm. that there is always deeper, More. greater measure, greater consecration, mm-hmm. you know, Ooh, greater, like just one. so much greater that comes out of going deeper. Yeah. And Talk about it. we limit ourselves mm-hmm. on feeling God's fullness, Ooh. you know, because there's always mm-hmm. more of him that he wants to give to us. Always. Unfortunately, because we're human, we will never be able to get all of him until we are, until we are up there up with him. him. And I'm going, I'm going to have I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I got to stand on business. This is what I got. And I'm I want to see. I'm walking uh, through those gates yeah, of I heaven, have pearly gates, and the I want to see that too. I, I, and Jesus will be there to defend me Amen. on my judgment day. And we're not saying that this walk is easy, but we're it's saying not. that following Jesus is the best decision ever, and it's worth it. So however many fasts you got to go through, however many times the Lord got to force you into it, whatever you got to do, obey him. Yeah. Ain't nothing worse than having to account for the times you disobey God. Yeah, because I really did not think I was going to be fasting again because of how many times I've already fasted. <laughs> I like, thought the year was over. I thought, I thought, I thought my fast. fasting was done for for the rest of the year. It's Christmas. It was Thanksgiving coming up. It was Christmas coming up. I was like, all oh. right. It's I did my easy. last fast this time when I actually my the last fast I did was while I was sick with COVID. The um yeah, remember that? The enemy tried me. He tried a, He tried he me tried and he a, failed, as he always does. Indeed. <laughs> um and so um Haley thought it was over and done. I thought it I thought it was That's what and that's what we mean by <laughs> God can move whenever he feels. We may think do just not because, limit him. do not limit him. We may think that just because there's only two weeks left, that that means all activity has ceased in the kingdom of heaven. Ooh. But that's not, that's, we think that everything going to pick back up January 1st. But no, mm. a lot of people are, oh, glory be to God. A lot of people are actually going to be behind in the season coming up because we didn't take these last few days to prep for the upcoming year. You know how much I've been seeing stuff about preparing for the new year prepare yourself yes. for the new year like if all and and this is one of the things that god hit me with if you have goals written down for to start on january 1st for 2024 you would be ahead if you started now mm-hmm. you would be prepared if you started now like don't wait for the new year to happen just for you to start changing your habits. Mm-hmm. Get into the habit now so that when a new year comes, it's easier for you to transition into yeah. what God is calling you to do. Because it's going to be something that's bigger than what you're already doing now. And you're going to need that free space mm-hmm. 
to be able to walk fully in that. So you have to prepare for it now in the season that you're already in. Mm -hmm. You have to start to build your spirit man up now. While Mm -hmm. I was driving here, God gave me this analogy. He said that in the upcoming year, he's going to call all spirit mans to rise up. And he's going to drop a hundred pound dumbbell into your spirit man's arm. And that dumbbell represents the blessings, the greater measure, greater anointing, greater Mm -hmm. favor, greater grace, whatever it may be, just uh, an abundance of greatness, whether it's wealth, whether it's prosperity, whatever it is, he's going to drop a hundred pound dumbbell into your spirit man's arm. But if you have not been working out your spirit man, if you have not been putting your spirit man to work more than your flesh, your spirit man will not be able to hold that hundred pound dumbbell. So your spirit man will drop it. You're going to miss out on the blessings and you're going to drop that dumbbell out of your arm in the same way that dumbbell fell out of your arm because you weren't strong enough to hold it up that's the same way your blessings are going to fall your 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 greater whatever god dropped in your hand you're going to fumble it because you weren't prepared work your spirit man up take him to the gym and this is not just like a physical take him to the gym yes take him to the gym physically but work him out Prepare, get to fasting, get to praying in the spirit, get to doing whatever it is that God is calling you to go deeper because he's going to drop so much in the upcoming year that if your spirit man is not built up and equipped Mm. and ready to handle that amount of blessings, you're going to fumble it. Talk about it. And he, when he said that to me, I was like, cause right now my spirit man probably can only hold a 10 pound dumbbell. Like just, I'm just saying like my spirit man probably can only hold a 20 pound dumbbell, but you talking about a hundred pound dumbbell. Oh, I'm about to get to work. I'm about to stand on business. I don't know about y'all, but I'm about to stand on business. You about to stand on business? Oh, 100%. I feel like I've already been doing that because of these fasts. I totally just spit everywhere. I'm so okay. sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to. Okay, let, we're going to transition into the so, family. I, um, yeah. Yeah, so I started with family. Okay. Is that what you started with? Or? I started with friends. All right. Here we go. <laughs> you can start with family. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Because what he convicted me on was about friendship. Not condemned. Conviction. Convicted. And God will bring with. conviction, not condemnation. That's and conviction is done with love. Yeah. So so he lovingly convicted me. But I'm not going to say what it is yet until I get there because I got words. Okay. I wrote down what he was, I, it was what he was saying to me. Okay. As you, you know how I do. Yeah, she did. She get it right in. <laughs> so as far as friendships for me, I will, I will always go the lengths to say that you are who you hang with. That's going to be my number one motto, motto, however you say it, because I was hanging with people who was like, before I officially submitted to God, I was hanging with people who were super worldly. I'm telling y'all, like, I would be in the club from like 10 p.m. to the next business day, 6 a.m. Going hard because that's the kind of people I was hanging around with. Drinking. Drinking and hookah, whatever you you call it. And again, this is me being completely transparent so y'all can understand how God had to move in my life to get me to where I am today. Yeah. So this is not me trying to boast on the past because I'm not that kind of woman anymore. But this is mm-hmm. me being humble enough. Humble, honest, and transparent. Humble, honest, and transparent so that God make it the glory out of my life. It's not fun having to put your business out there. It's not. Because but people would take it and try to use it against you and all this stuff. 
try to look at you different. But if God is going to get the glory out of this, oh, baby, I'm running my mouth. So, <laughs> or I was hanging around women. Um, I was hanging around people who were engaged with different kind of men, multiple men at the same time. I was hanging around people who just wasn't really standing on grown Proverbs 31 woman business. Yeah. Um, and as a result, I was becoming just like them in the club every weekend, mm -hmm. spending reckless amount of monies on bottles and bottles and bottles or just engaging with different kind of men thinking it's cute and all these things. You could tell exactly the kind of woman I was based on my friend group. But as I continue to grow my walk and get deeper and deeper and really learn how to fully submit, I changed, I completely changed my entire friend group. Yeah. I changed my entire friend group. There's probably only one or two people remaining for my old group, but they have changed their lives as well. I've changed my entire friend group. Because they are the women that are pouring into me. They are the they are the reason why I come to understand what my spiritual gifts are. They are the reason they begin to prophesy over me. They begin to speak life over me. And I was like, hold on, what this is what community and friendship look like? Like I was so shocked, like, because I never had this before. And the Bible literally declares in Proverbs 27, verse 17, iron sharpens iron. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 33 says, do not, don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So you thinking that just because you're a good person, you think that you can hang around anybody and everybody. And that's not the truth. If you're hanging with four rotten apples and you're the only good apple, you're eventually going to become rotten as well. Like what happens when good fruit get in the vicinity of molded fruit that mold begins to spread onto the good fruit now you have become tainted as well so don't think that just because you're a good person you have good morals good integrity and you're hanging around people who or are good intentions good intentions and you're hanging around people who are completely opposite of what your morals are what your intentions are you're gonna end up becoming just like them so as this pertains to marriage and dating um i would i when I'm thinking about like even pursuing a guy in any way, shape or form, as far as the courting and dating phase go, I'm not even moving to the dating phase until I see what kind of friends he hangs around. In a courting phase, where be, the fruit is growing, where the fruit is growing. The Bible literally declares that you will know a person by their fruits and the fruits of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, and self-control. So if, Someone is bearing opposite Galatians of the five twenty two through twenty three. In case you needed to find it, my bad, y'all. I'm just going just, off the dome. Sorry, my girl, my girl. So, um, and those like be mindful of the fruit that people are bearing. Be mindful. So, anytime I'm in a courting phase with a guy, I look at his friends. Your friends are going to tell me more about you mm -hmm. than the words that are coming out of your mouth. Ain't your, that the truth? Your fruits Ooh. are going to tell me more about you than the words that are coming out of your mouth. Because you could uh -huh. be telling me one thing, but your homeboy's in the back like, hey, let's go to this party. Let's go hook up with these girls. Or let's go smoke. Or let's go drink. Or let's go do worldly things. And you telling me, oh, you a good, uh, uh, a good Ephesians good 6 man. kind of man. Ephesians Ooh. 10 kind of man. And I'm Ooh. seeing something completely opposite from your friend group. Because it's your actions, not your words. It 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 really is. It's actions actions of words. And I used to believe words of actions, and then hopefully the actions will align up line to the up. words. Mm -hmm. But you will always be let down. You will always be let down. Always. Always be let down. Always. <laughs> always. 
Friends matter. Friends matter. It's crazy that you brought up that scripture because I was also going to talk about that scripture. Which one? First Corinthians? Yes. Um, Bad company corrupts good character. And I had talked about it in a different podcast. Um, And I was going to bring that one back up because that is the truth. And it not only goes to your friends, but it also goes to your family. It does. And as sad as that is, and hard that they, that that may be. Um, at the end of the day, uh, you are all everyone is sons and daughters in Christ, whether they believe Him or not. Mm-hmm. You are just placed within that family for a reason, and so I'll talk about it because I did get into it. Okay. On that, can we switch to family? Are we cool with that? Oh, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. Um, as far as friends go. Uh, a flip side of the perspective I was just talking about. The reason why you should have wise counsel and good friends around you is because as you are entering the courting phase with someone, your friends should be praying and interceding on your behalf. Yeah, They should be able to discern the spirits as well. Because if if I miss if I missed what God have maybe mm-hmm. said to me out of ignorance or just not paying attention, my friends should have picked that up in the spirit yeah. and come to warn me. Yeah, one. Or come to tell me what God told me that I missed. Mm-hmm. So your friends also serve as your protection. Yep. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If your friends are Holy Spirit led and in tune spiritually, not only with the Holy Spirit, but also with you as a friend, because you guys are all in covenant together as mm-hmm. a friend group. Yeah. They should be able to cover you in prayer as well. Do, uh, do you want to give them an example? An example? <laughs> I have an example Good. for, for us an example. in our friend group. Yeah. Um, when we were at the Ton of Miracles. Ton of Miracles. The first night. First night. When um, you you were talking about how um, how can how can people miss the presence of God if he's so evident? Because for me, like he was very evident for me. I knew he was there, and I was in hysteria yeah like i was straight up i was laughing i couldn't stand up i kept i just i kept bowing i couldn't like she couldn't i couldn't come up because and and his presence hit me as soon as i walked into the tent but it it didn't hit oh so hard he hit me so hard with all of that but he didn't hit my friends yet and i sat i had to walk i had to go to the side remember i had to go to the side mm-hmm. and i was just like y'all were just looking at me like oh he's getting her he's wrecking her he's and wrecking he her. was but he didn't hit them yet because he needed it was like a it was like a um not an act of faith but a um kind of like a witnessing thing like other people needed to see that the 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 way the spirit moves yeah and you know it was a big mesh of different people different um denominations and stuff like that and and so a lot of there were a lot of people there who didn't quite understand didn't understand what was, what was happening with me yeah and there were eyes they were kind of looking at her kind of like i was crazy but i don't care yeah she when the gone. lord i was and people were just kind of looking at her crazy they didn't really understand like yeah they thought like maybe it was a performance or something but they don't understand and so it was it was so i was in it right and i was in it for a while i eventually came over and sat back down because by the grace of god he allowed me to walk back over (laughs) to my seat (laughs) with them 
and um and uh precious noticed how how heavy he was on me and i literally i was like looking at a certain area i was like he's over there he his he's right there he's right there he's right there and i just couldn't like move past that i was laughing i was like oh my gosh the lord is here he's right there he's right there i he's i see him he's right there and um his presence was just so strong in that area and um it was right up at the front and i could feel what he was feeling and what he was feeling was like everybody's here to come worship and hear me and that's what he wants that he wants us to all commune together mm-hmm. and, in and unity and unity and you know worship and praise and you know um all of that so i just i felt what he was but um we're gonna speed this up a little bit so um you were talking about how can you not feel that? so my my feeling of the lord imparted onto some of the other girls and mm-hmm. then they began with their way of knowing that the, the holy spirit was the lord showing through them mm-hmm um, Ariana, for example, she, she jolts, she really like, she moves. And, uh, so she started doing that and then laughter was breaking out the joy of the Lord. And, um, precious, you were so in it that you were like, how do you not see the presence of the Lord? How can you be here and see the, like, yeah, us I was and like, not- I was like, what is going on? Like mm-hmm. everybody is, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just. I was you like, weren't what mad is, or I wasn't mad, but I was just trying to figure out like the mathematics behind it all. Because yeah. like, do you guys not feel like the heavy presence of the Lord? Mm-hmm. And then the Holy Spirit gave me like an analogy. He was like, if the president was to walk into the room, everybody would stand up at his attention. But when the spirit of the Lord walks into the room, why not that same posture from a lot of people? And I was just kind of like, trying to figure out the mathematics behind it all because mm-hmm. like what's going on does nobody not yeah. feel this so yeah. um so our other friend was like hey just make sure that you aren't being um judgmental judgmental mm-hmm. towards other people who aren't feeling him the way that we are yeah or the way that i a Haley is me who how i was and you know and um I'll let you take it from there because you sat back and you, that's why friends are so important. Friends are so important, y'all. I always say this. I always thank them. Every time they correct me, I thank them because I don't always realize what I'm doing or saying in that moment. So even though I was passionate about what I was saying and that I discerned the spirit correctly, the way you say stuff can come off as completely opposite of what your intentions Mm -hmm. are. Because I was saying it like out of love, like, do you guys not? feel the spirit of the lord like mm-hmm. but to others it may seem as judgmental so my friends corrected me immediately and was like precious hey be mindful not to sound judgmental and in that moment i just repented i ain't got nothing else to say i repented and i just told them thank y'all for showing me because i didn't realize it at first and your friends will hold you like mm-hmm. your friends will keep you so it's important to make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who want to see you do better in christ yeah. it's not enough it's not enough. It's not. There's so much spiritual things going on in this world that you can't afford to have people around you who aren't willing to correct you for you to get better and move forward. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. They're my girls, sisters in Christ. We love you. Yeah, we love you too. Because <laughs> we know you're watching. <laughs> um. So okay. So 
I'm going to shift it. Shift it into family. I'm going to shift it into family, and then I'm going to shift it back into friends because of what the Lord had gotten me on. So, um, so I'm going to take us a little bit of a different route. It's um, This is not the route that I thought it was going to go when I was in my quiet time. This is not the route that I thought I would um, take. And so when he, the Lord gave it to me, and, and the way that he gave it to me, even as I was writing it down, I was like, Lord, I don't know how this is going to go because this is not what my idea of talking about friends and family was going to look like, mm-hmm. but he sure does. He's he sure does so he move moves. it. So, um, I had a realization of things on the 10th. Two days after I had gotten the word about the fasting and prayer. And um, I was at my aunt and uncle's house and we were all talking about, and I'm going through some things, um, mostly like financial, you know, stuff and need like the Lord's provision and everything. So if you want to pray about something, please pray about that. Right? Amen. Include um, me, include me. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so. I believe that God wants us to start examining the areas in our life regarding people and be serious about who stays in our life and who goes. That is good. That is good. And um, the, the, the main thing that he was giving me was if there is no peace, you better be consulting the Lord. That's you better it. be going to him. If you're not feeling peace, you better be going up to, to dad and being like, hey, what's happening here? I need your help. And um, so God spoke to me on my drive back from Orlando from the from Grinchmas, which was the 10th that day. Um, and um, he said he, he spoke to me and he said, Mm. He said, my children go through a lot of strife in their families, especially this time of year. I had to sit with that one for a minute because I was like, oh, it's the holidays. And also in my head, I'm like, this is not where I thought you were going to take me on this, Lord. This is not what I thought <laughs> we were going to talk about. And um, and so we are in the holidays. As of recording this, we are in December. Um, we're about to come up on Christmas and, um, and, um, so I understood that when he said it, but what I thought he was speaking of changed once I was at my aunt and uncle's house and talking with my uncle. Um, so I was speaking with my uncle specifically, he was, you know, leading like the whole discussion and everything. And, um, we were talking about finances and struggles that I'm like going through right now. Like I said, I am, you know, going through it financially. And um, he was nothing but helpful and kind mixed with a little bit of tough love because he's, you know, he's a dad. He's not my dad, but um, he is a dad. And, you know, so um, he has that. Fatherly. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you. Um fatherly role um but the thing was is that i couldn't help but cry 
And the thing about it was that I have talked about what I'm going through, the things that I'm like, Lord, help me. What is going on? I've talked about these things before with my friends, with my, uh, you know, like my mom, you know, but I never cried about it, but I was crying about it with him. And I didn't know why. And I had to sit with that one. Um, But it wasn't until probably about like an hour later when we were going back home, I had rode with um, my mom there. And um, it was then on that car ride home that I had realized why, because the Lord was speaking to me about it. And um, yes, I am mentally, emotionally, and physically tired. Y'all, when you are walking with the Lord, those things don't go away. You you still have to go through the struggle of life. Yeah, I think that's a huge misconception, mm-hmm. especially to a lot of new believers. They think mm-hmm. that, you know, once we enter this life, everything goes away. Right. And it's not it's not about everything going away. It's about who you're walking through it with. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I am definitely feeling those those things 100 percent. you know that you've seen and i've talked about it with you know precious and uh but the thing was is that it had a deeper root than that and i didn't realize that now probably about a couple weeks or so ago oh uh our christmas party so yeah a week prior i was with one of our friends jackie and sarah two of our friends jackie and sarah because they had rode with me there and um they were getting this feeling of um, something that I'm about to get into, um, of a father figure, having a father figure in my life. Woo. And um, uh, so when I was in the car and I, I was like, yeah, okay, there's a deeper root to this. What is it? Lord, help me so I can grow from it and, and not let it. Stay, stay rooted in me. And um, it was in that moment that I realized how much I was lacking a certain, well, how much I was lacking an understanding in certain areas by not having a father to teach me those things. And that's a good one. Like I said, this is not at all. Oh, where I thought the Lord was going to take me. Now, the reason why this is a confirmation of the Lord, you know, speaking this to me and why he's speaking it to me is because, like I said, the week prior, our friends, Jackie and Sarah, they were feeling, I was crying. I was crying. I was going through it. I was going through it. it the Lord was speaking through them to me. And that's why I was so how I was. It was after our Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And, wow. Oh, um, they were saying how you've been, you, they were like, I feel like the Lord's telling me that you are going through like this time of like wishing you had a father there. And it's crazy because I was, cause I was thinking about, I'm seeing like fathers. I'm seeing my friend's fathers, you know, I've, yeah. I've been in the family dynamic and, um, seeing that and I was just 
I'm older. I'm getting older. There's big things happening. And I think the reason why I was so emotional about it is because of what the Lord's going to be doing by next year with my fast. That I was just like, these things that were popping up in my head. Yeah. And so the kind, the I kind was, of moments you want a father to be present for. Right. Like, the big moments. My wedding. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, oh man, like, I don't know who's going to walk me down the aisle. That's so and crazy. And that made me cry because. It was like, I never really thought about it growing oh up. I never like fully like allowed myself to think about that. Cause I was like, oh, I'll just have like my uncle, one of my uncles walk me down, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I picked out my uncle of who I was going to have walk me down the aisle. Like I had prepared it and everything. And then I was like, ah, you know, a little, a little older I got, I was like, maybe I'll just walk with my mom because she's my dom. My dom. She's my dad, mom. And so <laughs> I was hence dom. And, um, And so I was like, you know, I'll just walk with her. You know, she's my mom. She's been there my whole life. She's been my dad and my mom, you know. And then I here I am now. Before you switch gears. Oh, I'm not switching gears. Okay, go ahead. I was and then like before and, you know, I'm older now. And I was like, man, I'm seeing a lot of my friends get married. I'm seeing a lot of my friends have babies. And I thought I would have already been there by now. Mm -hmm. And I planned to have been there by now. And I made choices myself. I got me, you know, away from that. And I really believe if I had stuck with the Lord um, as gung-ho as I was, you know, when I was in my teenage years, that I would have already been there. But nonetheless, I'm here now, and this is exactly where God needs me. But um, I couldn't help but be like, it, it started creeping up on me a little bit. Where I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know who's going to walk me down the aisle. I really would have. I really would like. Haley, you know what's so crazy? Mm-hmm. It's so crazy because just the other day I was crying to God because I was like, God, what happens if he brings me to meet his parents and his parents ask me, where is your father? I said, Papa, what's supposed to be my reply? What am I supposed to say? What am yeah. I going to say? Because there's been times where I've I've opened up to um my you know someone he was interested in um his parents and um they didn't receive it well and i felt very brushed off wow and i was just like our our girls immediately they had because they were it was just me and his parents and um they had drove me and everything because we had like went up to go see him and everything and I was talking to them and I was just like I I, I got so nervous about it because I was like Lord I need to like I need to tell them I need to be like thank you you know for like showing me like a family dynamic like I, I it was so on my heart to just say it to them and it took me a lot of courage to do, to do that. that and especially with like a language barrier and everything I was just like I don't know how do this Lord you gotta help me you gotta help me and um I did and it just it did not it didn't land it didn't land well and um I was just thinking they took it the wrong way I don't know that they took it the wrong way I just think that there was a a lack of like sensitivity to knowing what my background is with family dynamics and I'm wondering to do know, like, I'm wondering do like 
men see women who don't have a father figure like less than other women who do have both parenting parenting figures well there is that stigma of daddy issues yeah and i feel like that needs to be nipped in the bud yeah it needs to be nipped in the bud because i got my father i have right up there like literally when i seen like papa who who god who am i gonna when they asked me where's your father he was like tell them i'm here your father and i was like Stand no business about me then. Yeah, stand no business about me then, God. Because <laughs> he will go, he goes before you. And he he's does. like, he's so serious about his role in your life. He is. And I think that that stigma of daddy issues. It's got to go. It got to go. Because I ain't sitting here crying about it. No. Yes, I have the worldly, like, you know, I wish I had like a physical worldly father here not worldly like godly father like a human but like a human yes yeah. that's where i was that's where i was trying to say a human father here on earth to have taught me things to have guided me in certain things because it is perfectly laid out in the bible men's roles as fathers and women's roles as mothers some things overlap a lot of things don't a lot of things do not there are there are two different roles there are two different it, a husband and wife are two roles. different. Yes, a husband cannot play a wife's role, and a wife cannot play a husband's role effectively by themselves. By themselves, no. Mm-hmm. It, we weren't created to be as such. alone. Children weren't even created to grow up without both parents. Yeah, and so again, that stigma of daddy issues needs to be deaded because there are a lot of great women out there. Who a lot of guys miss out on because they assume that because they don't have a father that they come with a They're certain gonna have baggage. To act like a father to them. That, yeah, you're I don't gonna want you to act like a father to me. You better that. get out of here with that. The whole point of my se- <laughs> single singleness, my single season, yes. is for me to get healed by God before I even get into any kind of situation yes. with you. So I don't want you feeling bad for me because mm-hmm. I don't have a father. God has been my father, and that's the ultimate yes. father. He has, and if he don't know that, he ain't the right one. That's it. Sis, you better get up and go. Run. Run. Run as as fast as you can. It, don't even jog, Buki. It, Run. <laughs> Run. And be like, it was nice knowing you. Yeah, I pray for you. Pray for you. This is where it ends for you and I. <laughs> and and the, go. This is all the important stuff to get mm-hmm. out, like get out in the open during the courting phase. You shouldn't have to wait to dating for him to be like, oh, you got daddy issues, you know? But again, ladies, sorry. Again, ladies, this is why it's important to take the time to actually fully submit to God during your single season so that you don't move into a relationship with these kind of issues. Prematurely. Yeah. With trauma. All right. I'm going to keep going. Go ahead. Um, So like I said, I realized that how much I was lacking um, an understanding in certain areas like financials. Usually the biblical way that it is written. The father father handles the finances. He provides. He does those things. And so then when there is no father and there hasn't been a father, so like my mom, her father wasn't around. My grandmother, he was, but he he had passed. Um, There's there now is a generational bondage curse stronghold a stronghold in which are you going to be the 
the generational curse is it breaker. With you? Is it gonna end with you? And I tell you what, I'm out here. I'm gonna be. I'm breaking all of them. I'm breaking them all. I am tearing them apart. <laughs> you can't do nothing. 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 I, it ran into my family until it ran into me. Ooh, that's good. I like that one. And I think that's another thing. The about- enemy thought he could continue with you, but he he mm-hmm. forgot. Who your who your dad is? God is raising up some demon slayers. God is raising up this generation to be people who are gonna dismantle their entire bloodline and reassemble it through the blood of Jesus Christ. Talk about it. He is raising up people in this generation who are not afraid to tear strongholds down. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things that I've been doing that God has been working with me through in the season of singleness before I even get into marriage, before I even think about marriage, before you even think about being courted, before I even think about entering the dating phase, period, Mm -hmm. courting, dating, relationship, marriage, all that. God, whatever needs to be dismantled in my bloodline, dismantle it and remove it and now burn it through me. Yep. Because marriage, what does that indicate? Children. Mm-hmm. Children, are they going to be victim to the strongholds? Are they going to be vi- victim to the generational bondage and curses? No, ma'am. No ham. No turkey. Not my kids. No, ma'am. Not my kids. No, ma'am. You ain't gonna find my my sons and daughters no. out here struggling the way that I struggled with the things that I'm because I'm cutting them all. I'm cutting. I'm breaking them. Breaking loose. them loose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking them loose. No, and I think that so yeah. many people sometimes they want to rush into marriage or rush into situations. Mm-hmm. But baby, you have a whole bloodline worth of bondage that needs to be broken off before you even think about marriage and children. Mm-hmm. Focus mm. on that. Like, yeah. because it, it would be a shame for you to have children and they have to deal with the things you had to deal with because yeah. you didn't want to take the time to break it loose off your bloodline and mm-hmm. you have every as long as you have jesus christ you have everything you need to dismantle and disrupt yep. that entire yeah. bloodline of wickedness mm-hmm. so like for example um i i have always been like i'm not having any kids outside of marriage i will be married i will be married first I'm still and in business by that one yeah because i grew up without a father my sister Grew up without a father. Like, same. They were present, but like not present until like we were older, you know? But I don't want my kids going through that. I don't want them sitting here wondering what they did wrong or the lack of covenant. Yeah. I'm going to have a covenant with my husband and God. It's us three. We We in a triangle. We in a. We in a thruple here, I guess. <laughs> don't call it a thruple because it's gonna be God at the head, my husband and me. It, That's right. our triangle. triangle. And covenant is so powerful because we have to understand that the angels come and they surround covenants. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not necessary. They, yes, they are there protecting you, but really, what they're protecting is the covenant between you, your spouse, and God. They're protecting the covenant. Mm-hmm. of god's word mm-hmm. you know um god so there's a lot about a lot about that a lot of bible a lot of bible so y'all there's so many covenant co- there's a noah covenant abraham covenant david isaac. cousin I- isaac covenant god values covenant 
Yes. A lot of us aren't seeing breakthroughs in our lives. A lot of us aren't seeing certain blessings. A lot of us aren't seeing a lot of things from God because we aren't even in covenant with God. <laughs> You're not even in agreement with God about living a covenant covenant lifestyle you're not in agreement with god about living a disciplined lifestyle you're not, you're not in, in covenant with god to have a submission that's good. to him that's good a, a lot of a, a lot of people aren't and oh i didn't even understand the concept and how deep covenants go until i watched that um james koala testimony and then he spoke about mm. covenant prayer from that moment on yeah. god won me we in covenant now and i didn't understand the power in covenant mm -hmm. and that's a lot of people today they don't understand the power of covenant of coming into agreement with each other mm -hmm. and i think just that lacking of agreement and covenant in marriage that runs through the bloodline is what keeps that stronghold and keeps that yeah. bondage so yeah we moving on covenant don't don't come my way feet nope mm -mm. i'm gonna slay all them demons don't be trying to come at me i cut off satan's ears i'll come for you too <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm so serious though. <laughs> no, she no, not, she not playing. I'm, I'm, mm -mm. she for real, for real. When it comes to the enemy trying to ruin my marriage and my kids' life, no, ma'am. I, I, I may not be married right now, and I may not have my kids right now. But I'm fight you before you even try, before I even get there, because. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. it's some things you just got to put your foot down on like you can't mm. be willy-nilly on like it's some things you got to really stand on business about and i know i keep saying stand on business a lot but like it's, it's some truth. things that you just cannot waver in yeah yeah you gotta be strong in it um anyway all that to say no <laughs> shame to my mom for being you know a single mom or anything like that because she Damn. is is and was amazing then and she's she has done everything that she could do to the best of her ability. Um, Amen. Um, and if not more. And God trusted her to be my mother. Amen. Um, he, he trusted my family to be the family that I'm in for a reason. And all of that had gotten me thinking. And then God called me to go deeper with him like i said and he so he was giving me all of that in my you know talk with him and so after that realization he then spoke to me again and he said so many of my sons and daughters are in the same situation as you either no father or no mother or both wow both of those roles are important together and in separate arenas I created them both separately for a reason and for them to be joined together for a reason. That's why the Lord says you become one flesh with your husband, your wife. That is so good, Haley. Um, and he said, I want you to understand the peace in this, though, Haley. There's a peace when you are in that covenant with God, when you're mother and father in covenant with God, when you're brothers and sisters are in covenant with god when your friends are in covenant with god there is a peace that you have because his presence lingers with you mm -hmm. and so um from there he uh reminded me of a verse that i had already like pre-set aside and planned for for this episode 
Um, it actually was in my, my prayer book. There's Bible verses at the bottom, and I wrote my prayers down. And um, I was just reading through them, and it came across this one. I was like, oh, that would be a good one. So um, the one that I have um, first is Colossians 3.15, and it talks about peace within relationships. So I'll read it. I'll read it um, to you guys. So Colossians 3.15, um, or actually, I'm going to start at 14, Colossians 3.14, above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. 15, and let the peace of Christ, to which you were also called in one body, rule your hearts and be thankful. And I have the little study Bible, so I'm going to read what it says. And I, I think it's just perfect the way that it is. And I'm not even going to try and like mess, try and explain it myself because how it's written here is it's a study. It's part of the study part for a reason. Um, so it says your is plural. What is in view is not a sense of personal serenity, but a mutual commitment to consider peaceful relationships with one another as the highest priority in their corporate life. While the reconciliation of people with God and one another is the major theme of Christian doctrine, living out this reconciliation is the major emphasis of Christian ethics. Thankfulness for God's grace is the central motive of Christian living. And so I had, I wrote Colossians 3.15 talks of peace. Verse 14 speaks of his love, which was our first episode. He tied it back. <laughs> he tied it back for us all, guys. I told you. We're we going to get there. And then I wrote, how important is it that he first discusses his love? And then right after following in verse, following verse 14, he speaks of having peace with one another in verse 15. It is a priority that we must have and keep. I want to bring you back to my conversation that I was having with my, my uncle and aunt. Um, so as I was having this conversation, of course, it was great and it was eye-opening. And it opened my eyes to more things than I thought it was opening my eyes to. <laughs> and I was, I mean, I was prepared for it, but I, I wasn't prepared for it i get it you know like i knew one day it was gonna come to a point where i was gonna have to like have the talk face those yeah have the talk with god and face those things and be like all right lord like i guess it's affecting me a little more than i thought i did not think that that day was gonna be the day um so i wanted to note that i was at complete peace with them talking about it even though i did not plan on that conversation happening I still felt peace because the Lord was leading it that way because he knew what he was going to be um, speaking to me about it, okay. you know. Um, and also, hey, God works in mysterious ways. He really does. So <laughs> I was in the midst of that mysterious path <laughs> that he chose to take with me. And um uh, so on the car ride home with my mom, she had pulled up a verse, and I think that she maybe had gotten it that day in her Bible study, or I don't know, but it was super fresh in her mind. Maybe it was the Spirit bringing it to her. I don't know that how that whole thing, but I was still crying in the car. I wasn't like <laughs> crying, but I was like, mm. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, holding it in. And my mom's sitting here trying to talk to me because she knows that. I didn't, I didn't tell her what the Lord was telling me. 
at all. I didn't talk about it because I didn't want to talk about it yet until I fully got an understanding of it and a good grasp of it. And so, um, anyway, so this verse seemed very fresh to her and it was first Peter five ten, and I got to pull up to it. Um, I'm going to need think of 10 times. Oh, first Peter. There you go. You can use that. <laughs> First Peter. 5.10. Okay. So, um, the God of grace who called you to his internal glory in Christ will himself restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little while. Verse 11 says, to him be dominion forever. Amen. So, I then said, isn't it amazing how God will do exactly as he says and he will do he it? He sure will. Um, not only has he, and I, and I thought I had to think about it because, you know, he says it in here, right? But I had to like relate it to and pull parts and where he did do those exact things for me, for me to like comprehend it. Mm-hmm. Um so not only has he restored, established, strengthened, and supported me, but he has also provided me with a good group of friends and a family <laughs> and a family who points me back to Jesus while also giving me practical solutions and advice. And then um, I really do believe that God had created that atmosphere for me that night, not just because I needed it, but also because he knew we were doing this episode and he needed this out for the viewers at home who are watching that need to hear that, um, that he's right there with you, even during the holidays. And I know for some people, the holidays are tough. Either you've had a family member pass that could be your mom or your dad, um, you know, just things like that. And he, he's right there with you. He was there. He's always been there with you. He has not left you. He says that he will never leave nor forsake us. So I hope that there is a um, um, a peace that surpasses you. Yes. Yeah. Because I wrote that there needs to be peace. And then also I wanted some people to kind of like, I wanted y'all to kind of think on your own life. Um. Do you know if you're feeling peaceful or not? And how do you know that you're feeling peaceful or not? Um, I know when I'm feeling peaceful, when there's a lot going on around me, but my mind is not focused on what's going on. Like I can be like calm in the midst of the storm. Yeah. You know, sometimes that anxiety rams up, but like Mm -hmm. the ability to be like calm. Okay. It happens. It's happening. Yeah. What's going on? There it is. You know, nothing I can do about it, but but praise him and give him thanks. Yeah, I'm gonna go set his feet to Jesus. The work you gonna find me at the feet on the floor all the time of the Lord every time, every time, every time. Ain't no doubt. If you're like, where's Haley? I'm at the feet of Jesus, and it's because like he really gives a peace that no Mm -hmm. one can understand. Even when it comes mm-hmm. upon you, you won't even understand. Sometimes I laugh at yeah. myself because I'm like, dang. Like, how am I so calm during this? So calm? I'm like, like, thank you, Lord. You're going through all this, mm-hmm. all this warfare, all this financials, all these academics, everything. And you're at peace. Like, yeah. It don't make sense to the enemy how you at peace. 
even though you ha- mm. he's doing all this to you. It, it just don't make sense to him. It drives him crazy. It drives him nuts. You. But it's mm. that's like one of the mm. many things. Jesus is a prince of peace. Oh, yes, he is. So. Yes, he is. So then while we were here, the Lord convicted me lovingly as he does. And um, he said to me while we were in prayer mm-hmm. and you were praying and talking, he said, don't forget how important friends are. They are the family I chose for you in friendship. That's good. Friendship and family are two different relationships that need to be nurtured and watered differently because there is a different dynamic between the two. Don't forget to speak about the friendships that I gave you to help remain closer to me. That's good. I blessed you both with a friendship and each other to cultivate and manifest presence to seek me. Do not forget about my sons and daughters in friendship that I placed in your life because you asked and prayed about it. They asked and prayed for somebody like you too to have in friendship. This is why I told you to speak about this. What Precious said is why. What did Precious say? <laughs> you started with the friends Yes, I area. did. I did. And you were talking about how important it is to have each other and why. I'm telling you, this walk is hard. You need people who don't mind holding you up when you fall down. Because sometimes as a you strong fall, friend, you're going to fall. And even sometimes as a strong friend, people think that you're so strong that you don't fall. You need people who can see in the spirit who, like, okay, she's going down. Like, let me hold her up. Like, you want friends around you who are going to uplift you. That's what Jackie and Sarah did for me. In that time. Like, I didn't tell any of y'all what was going on because mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure it out myself. And that's not good. I shouldn't have done that. But I needed to understand it enough to be able Same. to even talk about it because I didn't know how to talk about it. That's But that's how the and enemy traps why, us. Yes. We, just because we don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. But when you have Holy Spirit-led friends, you don't have to know the words. And that's why the Lord spoke through them to me. Yeah. You'll do that. That night because I was at the end of all of it. And I was like crying. And the images that she said that she saw of me, that the Lord gave her the visions of me prior to all of that is like, and the words that Jackie was saying specifically to me, she was like, I feel like you've been saying this. And she quoted it for of what I was saying. I was like, (laughs) yeah, that's what I was saying. That's exactly what I was saying to God. And like, I just, because I'm crying, you know, tears, tears everywhere. But my makeup's so much (laughs) (laughs) It was after our Christmas party. And that's, in that day, the day of our Christmas party, we were at a, one of our friend's baby showers. And that was a hard day. Um, for me and uh we could talk about that another time that's a different it's a whole testimony story but um it was a hard day to be there and in that you know because i that environment mm-hmm. um and not getting to have done that myself you know when i could have and uh it was just a hard day yeah. and so the lord was hitting me multiple different ways and even jackie that night at the christmas party 
said something to me uh, regarding, you know, kids and stuff, you know, me being a mom. And, and that was like, heard another thing and I was trying not to cry but I did cry a little bit but like not enough for y'all to like you know and then and on the car ride home we were cool and everything and then once we parked in my driveway that's when the Lord was like we we're talking about it right now now. this is why you have burns for Mm -hmm. this is exactly why he knows exactly where to meet you even if you have to send people to meet you and he sure did he will on a day that I would have not expected, you know, because it's a, it was a good, joyous day of being in the Lord's presence while celebrating, like, Christmas with our friends and everything. Mm-hmm. Baby shower. It, it was baby a bunch shower. of There was so many celebrations going on that me, I was as joyful and happy as I, and excited as I was. I was also very overwhelmed. Yeah. And it's because of what? I've been through in my life that I had to, I still had to show up. Yeah. I still had to, uh, not that I was like faking being happy, but like I had to put on a little bit of a face. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh. You had to be this to, to support to be your friend. Yeah. Support yeah. your friend and be strong. Yeah. Even though it was killing you on the inside. Yeah. And that was hard. It was. But. God is good and God is faithful. He got me. He does. And what this New Year's... <laughs> Y'all, I know we be talking <laughs> about so much life stuff, but I also feel like it's not a lot of Christian people who's willing to be as open when it comes to mm. showing God's glory. I feel like yeah. a lot of Christians hinder the Holy Spirit, grieve the Holy Spirit because they're not willing to be open. And this is not to say, oh, share every single detail of your life. Yeah. But it's something about when you're not afraid of what people think of you because you're willing to give God the glory out of your situation. Yeah. So I just want to tell you, like, thank you for sharing bits and pieces that you have with the listeners and even with me because, again, it's it's fragile. Yeah. But because God gets the glory out of it, that's what makes it so beautiful. So I don't ever want you to feel bad because there's not a lot of people out there that are doing this, who are walking in authenticity (laughs) (laughs) and being open about their life. Like, my life is not my own. I'm a dead man. I'm a dead man. I'm a dead man and Christ is living through me. I have to crucify my flesh every single day and whatever parts and bits and pieces of my life that I can give to people because we're not the only ones going through this. Yeah. God knows what we need to say to get to his people. Mm-hmm. And so us being open, I'm glad that like God can get the glory out of our friendship. Yeah. And out Absolutely. of these conversations. And even though we go off screen, off topic, we don't know A what lot. what we're saying is gonna touch somebody. Yeah. Even with like the little bit that you share, sometimes that little bit is exactly what the Lord wanted you to say to even give hope to somebody a little bit literally even if it is just one person even if it it, it don't matter god it don't will matter. god will go to the end of the earth sarah said to me the other day she was like oh sarah, <laughs> sarah. get you some friends who are in tune with the holy spirit i cannot Ugh. stress this enough mm. yeah man she was like she's like the kind of things you say precious she's like People are going to look back years from now and they're going to, that message is going to resonate to them in that day and time. 
And it reminded me like, even if no one is watching now, the things that God is doing to get the glory out of my life is going to resonate with someone years to come. Yep. It's the legacy. It's what it, it uh, brings to the kingdom. Well, well, thank you for, you know, you thanked me for opening up about, you know, some things that I really didn't plan on talking about, but I also didn't like not plan on opening up in some way um, for what it was that it was being talked about was not at all what <laughs> I thought it was going to be. But um, thank you for being such a good friend to acknowledge the Holy Spirit in that and to to see that. I wasn't bringing it up in a pity. Some people will bring it up in like, oh, this thing happened to me. And um, I don't want you to be sad for me, but also like I kind of want the attention. I'm not saying anything on anybody. Don't come at me. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just, there are, there are people out there that are worldly Mm -hmm. that are doing things like that. And I just wanted to uh, thank you for seeing the holy spirit through me with that that where it was coming from was a good heart and that's why you you need friends that just that see you as god sees you that hear you as god hears you that point you to jesus in every way shape and form friendship and this includes like your husband your wife your um your kids your family like Friendship is like the base of everything. Trust, of intimacy. respect, on, intimacy, honor. Um, it in that way of being loving and exuding God's love, you are manifesting His presence. You are you are holding Him there with you. You are making Him known. In the Bible, it says that. Um, they will be known by my love. You are like you are gonna walk in my love, and that's how people are gonna know that you are mine. Mine. Mm-hmm. And um, man, I just keep quoting Bible. <laughs> straight keep quoting Bible. Bible on y'all. But um, <laughs> straight Bible on y'all. Both. Always. How many how many scriptures have I pulled out today? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I just hope that. There is an, an, an understanding, an encouragement in your guys' life of, wow, I should maybe reevaluate the friends that I have. Are they benefiting me to continue my walk with God properly? And there are times where they're, even if you they are benefiting you in that time, that there's going to be a season where they're not fully benefiting you. And that it does not mean that they're a bad friend or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It just means that in the place that God is pulling you both in, mm-hmm. it's different. So, And I had to learn that although you love people, although you want them to stay a part of your life every step of the way, mm. sometimes God doesn't grace them to yeah. go into the next season with you. That next level. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't grace them to do that. And if you try to pull them where God hasn't graced them, 
you are now causing them to walk out of the will that God has placed over their life because God may be calling them in a separate direction yep. from you. Yep. And you have to be okay with that. Even though you love them, you want to be mm -hmm. there with every step of the way with them. And you guys are still good, great friends. But sometimes, sometimes some people aren't lifelong friends. They're seasonal friends. And that includes your relationships, ladies and gentlemen. Say about it, Haley. That includes your relationships, ladies and gentlemen. That includes. That's included. It is not um, specifically just friendships. for your friendships. It is also in your relationships. Family as well. So if you're dating somebody right now and the Lord hasn't told you that that's your husband, that's your wife, there could still be a possibility that there may be a split. Maybe you guys get back together. You know, the Lord works all around where after you guys have separated and spent time with him alone to then be able to actually be the the best biblical wife, husband that you can be together. Um, one flesh together because it's hard. Marriage is hard enough as it is. You don't want to go into it with the wrong person. Yeah. Marriage is hard enough as it is as a Christian because Satan hates marriage. He hates when there is a man and a wife in covenant with God. In covenant with God. Um, walking in that. And he, he hates it. I mean, I don't know how else to explain that. That he hates it. When you're doing kingdom business together. When you're doing kingdom business together, you better watch out for that warfare. Because I'm telling you, it's going to come. It's going to come soon. It's going to come. And that's why you, you have to be prepared. Prepared. Equipped. Prepared with your friends and family because your community of people, it's what's going to uplift and hold yeah. you guys up. When you're married, you're... Okay, so uh, we'll use me as an example. Or you, you can apply it to yourself. Let's say I'm married, right? I'm married to my husband. Say we get in, a, in a, an argument, right? We have a disagreement. His parents, if he goes to his parents, there, there's only a... You shouldn't be going to your parents. You guys need to be going to to God and each other. Mm -hmm. Don't be bringing other people into it's it. Your, your relationship. But if you have to seek counsel, if you have to go to your parents, maybe your parents are your you know your good counsel. Maybe they've been married for your whole life, and and they are good. Um, they're a good marriage couple to look up to 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 get help from. If that is them. And you go to them, first of all, be careful what you say, one. But two, even if you say, like, the the most, like, outrageous thing about your significant other to your, your parents, if they don't defend your husband or wife, you 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 really need to sit back mm -hmm. and, and reevaluate. Because if, if their parents, their friends are not being like, hey, you made a marriage covenant with God. At the altar, yep. y'all are going to work this out. Yep. Now, there are two things that you can leave a marriage for, which is infidelity and um, abuse in whatever way that that appears. But um, if th if it's none of those two things and it's something else, everything can you, be worked out. Everything will be worked out and you, you best be going to God first about it. Your godly and wise counsel should never pick sides. Yes. They should only pick the side of Christ, mm -hmm. um, whether that's praying with you guys whether that's counseling you guys whether that's leading you back to scripture whether that's through discipleship 
your family and friends are meant to help you in those areas. Yeah. If their first question to you isn't, well, did you go to God first? And what did God tell you? If that's not their first thing being said to you. You need to, to be you, mindful. You need to you know, watch who your counsel is. Mm-hmm. And even as far as dating goes, um, if uh, whenever my time comes, I always say my friends are going to meet him because my friends are going to meet him because they're my wise counsel. Mm. Um, and they'll see and they'll be able to see in the spirit. They'll be, be able to discern beyond what I can see in my own natural abilities. Yeah. And as far as what X, Y, and Z is, mm-hmm. your counsel is there to guide you. Yes. Don't forsake in a good counsel. If you need a mentor, you need to reach out to somebody. You need to pray to God and ask God and reach out to somebody, mm-hmm. whoever he sends you. If you need a community, you need to pray and seek God and ask him to bring you a community. If yes. you need friendships, whatever it may be, you need people around you because you're only as strong as your barricade. You're very vulnerable if you don't have a community, if you don't have a barricade around you. You're very vulnerable. If an attack is coming in the spirit and I'm not able to catch it, one of my friends should have picked it up. If an attack, if something is going on in the spiritual realm that I'm unable to see or I'm unaware of, my friends, my community should have already picked it up and God should already be, would have already spoke to them about it. And they'll already be praying and interceding for me without me even knowing. So yeah, I just need to be mindful of community and and friendships and family. Some people don't have family who are biblically based. Mm -hmm. So that's me personally. So that's why my wise counsel comes from my community of believers, my sisters in Christ. That's my wise counsel. Some people do have a biblically based family where that is your wise counsel. Some Either way, some people have both, and glory be to God if you got both. Yeah, because amen to two that. times the power. Oh, yeah, yeah. two times the power, two times the, you know, the protection. Okay, that doesn't mean the people, guidance. That doesn't mean people who have one or the other aren't as protected or as, right. but you know, just means you got some, you got some you extra got some, help going you on. You got some there. extra help behind you, boy. <laughs> um, so anything amen. else before we wrap up? I'm. I think we. I think the Lord said what He needed to say. I agree. I honestly, I feel very content right now. I feel very at peace with this. God knows I exactly. I feel like if I were to sit here and try and bring something else up, that that would just be my flesh, and I'm not going to do that because I crucify my flesh every day. Amen. As you should. Amen. Um, so, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You I'm good. Set. I'm, I'm ready. I'm rocking. I'm ruling. Love y'all. <laughs> Love y'all. You can um, go ahead and close out. Oh, okay. well, um, I just want to thank you guys for watching uh, episode two of Friendships and uh, Family of our relationship series. Um, join us for our next one. If you haven't looked at the first one, go watch that one because that talks all about God's love. And you need to have an understanding of that before you can move um into the rest of the series um so love y'all look out for us we coming because we are we fighting them demons we coming okay (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah thank you for joining bye bye